The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Hi, I'm Trustee and Associate Pastor Edwin Sprout Sr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We would like to welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station, XTTV Channel 13 in San Diego. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KPSE Channel 13 in Palm Springs. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station, KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station, KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 8 to 9 a.m. on station, KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KECY Channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KLS All Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station, KZJO Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KUCW Channel 30 of Ogden and Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station, KGBY TV Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, Channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world, with the sign on the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Cali for over 90 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please, don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. The church choir under the direction of Emilio Juan will sing the spirit-inspiring song entitled, God Gives the Victory. They'll be able to accompanied by Edith Matsuki on the piano and Iris Locke on the organ. 
Jesus is our wonderful Lord and Savior. He has conquered death, hell, and the grave, and reigns victorious on his throne on high. He is there to fight the battles, for God gives the victory. Please join in and sing with the choir as you see the words on your television screen.
The church band under the direction of head pastor Billy Hahn Jr. will play the song entitled, Praise Ye the Father. Yes, dear television viewers, softly and tenderly Jesus is calling and speaking to your heart today. Won't you accept him as your personal Savior, Master, and Lord? For today is the day of salvation, if you will, but hear his voice. Christy Hahn will give the Lord all the praises and glory singing the spirit-inspiring song, 
Why Me? Doing her background music will be head pastor Billy Hahn Jr. on the piano, associate pastor Marvin Ming on the bass, Iris Locke on the drums, and Mason Asano Sr. and yours truly on the guitar. As we stand upon the promises of the Lord and put Him first in our daily lives, there is a special blessing waiting for us. We should cling to the rock Christ Jesus and be like a tree planted by the water, standing steadfast and strong and unmovable. The church choir will now perform their final number for today entitled Victory Ahead. 
Our Lord is able to deliver us from the storms of life and take us to the bright and peaceful shore where there shall be no more tears and no more sorrows. As we put our faith, hope, and trust in the Lord's hands, there is only victory ahead. We are blessed to hear from the trumpet section of the band who will play the song, Come to the Savior. The Lord invites all those who are burdened and heavy laden with a load of sin to come unto him and seek his face. He is our mighty comforter and great provider. He is able to roll our burdens away and turn all of our tests and trials into glorious victories.
The saints in harmony will now blend their voices to the song entitled, The Royal Telephone. Prayer is our royal telephone to talk to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We can pray anywhere and anytime, and He will always be there to answer. For prayer is the strength of the gospel that moves the mighty hand of God, that moves the whole world. At this time, it is with great pleasure to dedicate this beautiful song to Miss Seneca Rose Hahn, a dear sister in Christ who can be found faithfully serving the Lord. We pray the Lord will continue to bless and strengthen you all the days of your life as you press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Have a wonderful Sunday.
Praise the Lord and good morning, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Jose Jandalk, and I would like to repeat our television time, station, and locations in a kindly ask for a viewing audience, especially if any you plan to visit or reside in California, that this telecast cannot be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC, channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV and channel 8, and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento and Colichico in Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KVVU TV, Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME, Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6, 8 to 9 a.m. on station KOTR TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KACY, Channel 9 in Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34, Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZGO, Channel 22, Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, Channel 30, of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and possible data and Wyoming. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV, Channel 20, Grand Johnson, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on time on the cable channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God, like in entirety, Please visit the website at JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning gospel service here in Home State Hawaii, service is held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel is served at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. And prayer service is held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Kamiki Branch Church located at 1361 Polo Avenue, gospel service is held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighborhood branch churches as services are conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castaner Sr. in Kanakaya Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Verrier in Nahinamari, by Pastor Walter Itaino in Hilo, Hawaii, Pastor Leonard Kiwara Sano Sr. in Kolokawai, by Pastor Helen Westfair in Blogo Pikawayan, and Pastor Westfair Perry, President of the Minnow, Philippines. You're welcome to attend these services regarding the church relations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to volunteer to contribute to support this telecast in the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to areas designated the conclusion of the telecast. And I would like to return the program back to Trustee of Sweet Pastor Edwin Swart Sr., who brings forth his spirit directed and spirit defined sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Jose. We welcome you, dear television viewers, to another weekly presentation of the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast. And we invite you to join us in today's sermon entitled, Christian leaders led by Jesus Christ. There, let us always remember that the Lord Jesus Christ is only a prayer away, and we must put our full faith and patience into His hands to work all things out. In doing so, we will be able to persevere and to endure until the very end. For every Christian leader to be successful in his or her own calling, the presence of God's Holy Spirit must reside within them. In doing the Lord's work, we must direct our total effort toward the saving of souls for Jesus Christ and to be Spirit-led and Spirit-directed, always allowing God's Holy Spirit to have free course in our daily lives. By doing this, our daily lives will be opened to receive the fullness of God's wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and the revelation of God's Word with many confirming signs and wonders. 
let us now ask ourselves, how was Peter, Paul, and the other prophets and authors of the Bible able to convey what was in the mind of Christ? The words they wrote <clears throat> were so profound, and it exceeded the wisdom of all men born upon the face of the earth. And the only explanation is that they were filled and refilled with the presence of God's Holy Spirit. In 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17, it exhorts, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. Great leaders in the Bible, such as Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, and Joshua, were in direct contact with the Lord Jesus Christ, God Himself, through His Holy Spirit. And the prophets sent by God to the children of Israel, such as Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Samuel, were also used as instruments of God to speak through them by His Holy Spirit. In turn, they were able to instruct kings and the children of Israel with great boldness in matters pertaining to the spiritual things of God. Hebrews 1, <clears throat> 1 to 3 denotes this truth. God, who at sundry times and in divers manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in the last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high, being made so much better than the angels as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. The Lord Jesus Christ was conceived of the Holy Ghost. And although he was born in the flesh, he did not inherit the sinful nature of Adam and knew no sin, being sinless in every aspect of his life. God's Holy Spirit was in Christ Jesus and his body symbolized God's temple where every man, woman, and child can come and accept his plan for the salvation of their souls. Romans 1.17 declares this, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, The just shall live by faith. God's Holy Spirit works wonderfully within his Spirit-led pastors and preachers as they daily preach the gospel of the kingdom of God in power and demonstration of God's Holy Spirit. The gospel of the kingdom of God highlights the salvation of the soul, which is mankind's highest priority in this life. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And God has concluded that all are under sin, both Jew and Gentile. We find this true in the case of Nicodemus, who was a learned scholar, a Pharisee, who was knowledgeable in the laws of Moses, 
and very influential in the political arena. He approached the Lord Jesus Christ by night, seeking the salvation of his soul after hearing the gospel that he preached and realizing he was a sinner regardless of the many sacrifices made on his behalf. Nicodemus had witnessed the wonderful miracles performed by the Lord Jesus Christ, and in his heart he believed that what he had learned previously could not save his soul. The Lord Jesus Christ in John 3, 5 gave this commandment to Nicodemus and to all mankind. It reads, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And in John 3, 6 and 7, the Lord Jesus Christ also commanded, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. As a result of Nicodemus being converted to the gospel of Jesus Christ, he was dismissed from his position among the Jews and expelled from Jerusalem. However, the gospel brought a significant change in the life of Nicodemus. And like Nicodemus, we too are no different and also need to believe the gospel of the kingdom of God. In John 1, 10 through 11, we find this explanation of God's grace. It reads, He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. And today, many still fail to accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, Master, and Lord. And therefore, they reject the opportunity to be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and to be filled with his Holy Spirit. The Lord Jesus Christ also advised Peter that he would deny him three times before the cock would crew. And when the cock did crew, Peter wept bitterly in full repentance unto God and was forgiven. The Apostle Peter gave all mankind this definition of water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ as an act of a good conscience toward God. Paul also stated that water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ resembles his death, burial, and resurrection. And the Apostle Peter on the day of Pentecost preached this message to the Jews in Acts 2.38 that reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Paul defined the term repentance in 2 Corinthians 7.10. It says, For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worketh death. And in Acts 4.12, Peter declared the saving power and authority vested in the name of Jesus Christ. It reads, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none of the name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Matthew 13, 44 to 46 gives all mankind this parable. Again, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a treasure hid in a field, 
the which when a man hath found, he hideth and for joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath and buyeth that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a merchant man seeking goodly pearls who, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Today, every Christian preacher and leader should be preaching the selfsame gospel of the kingdom of God that the Lord Jesus Christ himself preached on the shores of Galilee. It is the gospel good news that Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. And in Ephesians 4, 4 through 5, we are taught this truth. There is one body and one spirit, even as ye are all called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. The conversion of Saul to the gospel of Jesus Christ was a powerful miracle that changed him from the chief persecutor of the saints into a powerful preacher and faithful witness for him. The Lord Jesus Christ had a face-to-face meeting with Saul on the road to Damascus, and that changed him forever from his life of cultural traditions to becoming a great defender of the faith who would suffer the persecutions that he had once promoted upon the saints of God. When he was knocked to the ground by a light from heaven, Saul heard the voice of Jesus Christ who instructed him about what he must do. And soon after that, he was healed of his blindness, baptized and filled with God's Holy Spirit. The Lord Jesus Christ also spoke directly to a man named Ananias about Saul. And he was instructed to lead Saul to the gospel, despite the fact that he had been a ruthless persecutor of the saints of God. And from that moment on, his name was changed to Paul. And he became a powerful apostle for the Lord Jesus Christ. In Acts 9, 13 to 18, it reads, Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man how much evil he hath done to thy saints at Jerusalem. And here he hath authority from the chief priests to bind all that call on thy name. But the Lord said unto him, Go thy way, for he is a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. For I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name's sake. And Ananias went his way and entered into the house and putting his hands on him said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, that appeared unto thee in the way as thou camest, hast sent me that thou mightest receive thy sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. And immediately there fell from his eyes as it had been scales. And he received his sight forthwith and arose and was baptized. Soon after that, Paul straightway went into the synagogues and preached the gospel of the kingdom of God to all mankind. Paul's testimony is recorded in Galatians 1, 15 through 18. But when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me that I might preach him 
among the heathen. Immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood, neither went I up to Jerusalem to them which were apostles before me, but I went into Arabia and returned again unto Damascus. Then after three years I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter and abode with him fifteen days. After being saved, Paul increased the more in spiritual strength, confronting the Jews who were at one time his peers. He did not consult with the disciples during his absence of three years, being in the desert of Arabia and being taught by God's Holy Spirit concerning Jesus Christ. In Paul's epistle to Timothy, he writes in 2 Timothy 1, verses 10 and 11, but is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death, and hath brought life and immortality, and hath brought to light through the gospel, whereunto I am appointed a preacher, and an apostle, and a teacher of the Gentiles. Today we live in the dispensation of grace, and it is a time when every man, woman, and child will have the opportunity to obey the commandments of the Lord Jesus Christ, to be born again by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ, and to be filled with God's Holy Spirit, speaking in God's unknown tongue or language. And today the Lord Jesus Christ is still speaking very plainly to all mankind in John 14, 6, that says, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. We are also warned in 2 Corinthians 11, 4, for if that cometh, if he that cometh preacheth another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if ye receive another spirit, which ye have not received, or another gospel, which ye have not accepted, ye might well bear with him. The Apostle Paul sent that very clear warning to the congregations of Corinth and at Galatia concerning those who would pervert the gospel of Jesus Christ. In Matthew 6, 23, the Lord Jesus Christ declares, But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? Paul speaks to the Galatians, to all mankind. In Galatians 1, 6-9, it says, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again. If any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. When Saul was raised to be king over Israel, it was done with conditions because Israel was in a lawless state and not having a king. Men, women, and children did what was right in their own eyes. Spiritually speaking, they were out of touch with the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the Almighty God. 
We read in 1 Samuel 10, 6-10, And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them, and shalt be turned into another man. And let it be, when these signs are come unto thee, that thou do as occasion serve thee, for God is with thee. And thou shalt go down before me in Gilgal, and behold, I will come down unto thee to offer burnt offerings, and to sacrifice sacrifices of, sacrifices of peace offerings. Seven days shalt thou tarry, till I come to thee, and show thee what thou shalt do. And it was so that when he had turned his back to go from Samuel, God gave him another heart, and all those signs came to pass that day. When Saul was anointed to be king over Israel, he needed the Spirit of the Lord to guide him. Samuel did not choose Saul, but God showed Samuel whom he had chosen. Let us read in 1 Samuel 9, 15 through 16, it says, Now the Lord hath told Samuel in his ear a day before Saul came, saying, Tomorrow, about this time, I will send thee a man out of the land of Benjamin, and thou shalt anoint him to be captain over my people Israel, that he may save my people out of the hand of the Philistines. For I have looked upon my people, because their cry is coming to me. Being called to be a God-led leader over God's people really takes a special kind of person. However, God always chooses a man in whom His Holy Spirit dwells, and in the Lord's gospel work, promotions always come from the Lord Jesus Christ, God Himself, who has already prepared the person who can do the best job for Him. And God's will will always be confirmed with signs following. In Saul's case, Samuel prophesied that certain events would occur to confirm his anointing. As he journeyed to the hill of God, he was told that he would encounter prophets. The Spirit of the Lord would rest upon him, and he would prophesy alongside them and be changed with God giving him another heart. And all that Samuel told Saul came to pass. As God-led leaders, we must be able to work with others. The gospel of the kingdom of God is a soul-saving business, and we must help to win souls for the Lord Jesus Christ and not to win every argument. Therefore, let us remember this. What good is it if we win the argument or battle but lose the soul? Our job is to be God-led leaders in love, forgiveness, insight, foresight, and the fruits and gifts of God's Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 4.12 adds this recitation. Even so ye, for as much as ye are zealous of spiritual gifts, seek that ye may excel to the edifying of the church. And as spiritual leaders in the gospel work, we covet to prophesy in order to edify, exhort, and comfort the body of Christ, not only in word, but also through the gift of God's Holy Spirit as well. Galatians 5, to 25 offers this conclusion to today's sermon topic. It reads, But the fruit of the Spirit is love joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, 
faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. As faithful Christian leaders who are led and guided by God's Holy Spirit, we must always be prepared and ready to meet the Lord Jesus Christ when He returns in clouds of glory to call up His bride, the church, saying, Come up hither! Come up hither! Come up hither! If you would like to know more about God's Word, the church, and review these telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor, Edwin H. Sprout Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of His hands. To conclude our program for this morning, our church band will play the song entitled, Oh, How I Love Jesus.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.